Hey listeners, welcome to Solid Saturdays, where we take a moment just to have a casual conversation that flows from the heart of God. Listen, this conversation will inspire you and you will receive prayer that will empower you to have a solid weekend and an even better week. Now get ready because we're about to dive in. right everybody we're back here again and as i said in the last episode is that we are recognizing or honoring the men for the month of june and i am so so excited and empowered by what's already has been shared and guess what i always tell y'all this we are going deeper because we always go deeper right Today, we're going to talk about the power of a man. And I'm super excited to talk about this topic because, number one, I get to speak with my friend. Hey. And And then number two, I love to talk about, first of all, I just love to empower men. And when we talk about the power of the man, I just know that people will be awakened and specifically the man will be awakened to their true power. And that's something exciting in itself. So I'm not going to prolong the time, y'all. Y'all seen the topic. (laughs) Y'all seen the subject. Y'all seen my friend. But I'm going to go ahead and kind of introduce him. I'm going to allow him to introduce himself, but I want y'all to welcome my friend, Melvin Duncan. Hey, what's up, y'all? I am Melvin Duncan, a.k.a. DJ Knock One, a.k.a. Trent Nathaniel, a.k.a. Melvin Trent Nathaniel Duncan, (laughs) the man of many names. But I am so grateful and so happy to be here. It's a it's amazing, just an amazing opportunity that when my friend <laughs> decided to present this to me, I was like, oh, my God, Lord, I thank you, Lord Jesus. <laughs> so I was excited. I was extremely excited. I even told her about last week. I was like, I'm excited. She's like, yeah, me too. Like, no, you don't understand how excited I am. Listen, so I y'all, am just- <laughs> it doesn't matter how excited I may be. I've learned to accept the fact that Melvin is always more excited than me. So <laughs> I don't understand. That's a true statement. And if you guys haven't recognized by now, Melvin is not new to this. He was ready to dive in. I was I was about to say, Melvin, come and introduce us. He was already in there, y'all. <laughs> he was already in there. So this is like going to be hours earlier. <laughs> listen. So this is going to be a really good episode. I know you guys are going to enjoy it. But Melvin, thank you again for coming on and talking about this super powerful, enlightening, inspiring topic. But before we get into that, can you just tell us a little bit about yourself? Because you told us who you were. Yes. Tell us more about Melvin. Well, um, Melvin Duncan. (laughs) What can I say? Um, I'm a pastor's kid. <laughs> I am. Uh, I was born into a, a family of uh, ministers, and um, you know, for many, many um, years, as growing up as a child, I always, always sought something different. Um, never actually wanted to do the norm of Christianity, if that makes sense. And that can go with a whole other topic, but I'm oh, going to yeah. just try to- That's a whole nother podcast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the norm but, of Christianity. The norm Ooh. of Christianity, exactly. <laughs> but um, being born into that, I felt power at a very young age. You know, mm. uh, it's crazy to say it, but I always believed that I could actually do um, the imaginable. 
Um, mm-hmm. And I always wanted to, about being tears, I'm sorry. <laughs> I always wanted to be, um, be, I knew I was different. I knew I was different. I was not like everybody else. And, you know, the things that happened in my life did not come easy and they were totally different. It was not like an experience that anybody else did. And everybody has their stories, but I think mine in itself is unique. And I, you know, my uncle told me, you know, back in the day that, you know, I need to write a book. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I think, you know, I'm going through so much more. But again, telling you about myself, I grew up in, um, I was born and raised in Trinidad and Tobago. I came to the States when I was 12. And um, immediately coming to the States, it was just, uh, you know, just, again, having an experience that was different. Um, mm-hmm. You know, growing up in, in school, being bullied by other kids and, you know, me and my sister getting jumped by 250 kids, you oh, know, wow. from school, you know, and, and, and being able to, to even at that age, like I said, just to be able to share, experience the Holy Spirit, you know, while being bullied, you know, the hair in the Holy Spirit telling me to, you know, to duck and to, to run. And de- at these different times, when I see the kids you know, before it actually happens, you know, before the abuse happens, before them trying to Mm -hmm. take advantage of me and so forth, the Holy Spirit was, you know, was coaching me, he was telling me, he was, you know, speaking to me at an early age. So I was able to experience God in that manner at an early age. And I just Mm -hmm. wanted more. When I saw that, you know, being able to tell my mom or tell my brothers and my siblings, you know, they didn't believe it. But, you know, um, I seen it, you know, firsthand, a lot of different things God has showed me firsthand, you know, um, growing up. And having that experience of being able to want to do more and to perform miracles and to pray for others, you know, laying hands on people and seeing them, you know, healed. I grew up with that, like I said, in, in seeing my, my grandfather pray for individuals in the church and, you know, seeing demons jump out of them and, and, and people arms going back and all that stuff, you know, I seen that firsthand. So mm-hmm. being able to experience that and do it myself, it was a, it was something that I yearned for. You know, yeah. every single day of my life, you know, living on this earth. And I just thank God again to be able to understand the Holy Spirit, understand him. Because, you know, Christ said that, you know, that, you know, greater, greater work shall we do. You know, we yeah. being able to have the faith and understanding, and have that imaginable faith, being able to take over and say, look, you know what, through Christ, boom, you're healed or, you know, demon remove or, or, you know, flee because of the power of God in you. I want to tell you something. There are a few things that I had to write down while you were talking. Number one, I co-signed with your uncle about this book. Amen. Praise <laughs> the Lord. <laughs> Amen. Amen. And then I love that you said that even at a young age, you actually believe what the Bible told you you could do. Yes. That is deep and powerful. And I think about the scripture that says that we have to have a childlike faith. Children are so innocent. They literally can believe anything. And because they, well, some children, they haven't experienced a lot. The other children, they've experienced a lot. So, you know, their beliefs can be tainted here and there, but there's still a certain innocence about them. And so I pray often for us to move in these miracle signs and wonders. Number one is that we have to go back to thinking like a child. And that leads me to the next point. Basically, you were saying even at a young age, you heard Holy Spirit and Holy Spirit was coaching you on how to overcome or be protected in the instance where you were being bullied. And from there, what I want to say is that when you listen to Holy Spirit or hear Holy Spirit, even in the practical stuff, because a lot of people like to just 
put Holy Spirit in church stuff, but Holy Spirit guides us every day in the practical stuff. And when we become aware of that and become obedient in that, that's what unlocks our power when we are obedient to Holy Spirit. One thing I want to jump into and give you an opportunity to share on is that Melvin recently made a post on Facebook about a car accident that literally he saw it happen right before his eyes. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah. So, um, you know, my pastor, you know, he was actually shout out to a pastor, Pastor Tommy Killinan, his book right here, Frames. He talked about tainted and clean frames. So in this particular um, chapter, it talks about putting on God's eyes and God's frames and God's glasses versus your own, being able to see something that's happening and you totally turn a blind eye towards it. You know, you totally turn, wow, praise God, you totally turn your eyes away from what's actually being done when you yourself can actually make a difference by putting on God's frames and looking at it from a different perspective instead of your own perspective, instead of your flesh perspective, you know, you put it on, uh, put on the, the, the eyes of God and now you're able to see, okay, well, how can you make a difference in that situation, whatever situation it is. And as he was talking, those things basically starting to hit. But again, I wasn't really thinking anything of it. I was just basically like, okay, well, cool. We're going through this book and, you know, God, I'm I'm with you 100%. But God was making that real to me. Mm -hmm. And after church, I was driving, was on my way to my sister's house. And I called my mom on the phone and not to put my mom under the bus because, you know, it's my mom. But, you know, I'm going to tell her anyway. You know, island people are totally different. Island people has a total, a total way of, of belief. So it's just, it's just... Basically, basically, Melvin is saying, I can say this about my mama, but don't come for my mama. Don't come for my mama. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so we're driving. I'm driving, me and my son, and I'm talking to my mom on the phone. And I'm driving about... I'll say about 75. Yes, I was speeding a little bit, but I was driving about 75 on the highway <laughs> and I started to slow down because my exit was coming up. And um, I seen this car, it was a Maserati that was actually driving ahead of me. And as she was driving, I looked at the, the traffic and I looked at her, I looked at the traffic and I was on the phone with my mom at the same time. I'm like, wait a minute. Somebody just told me, it's like, this lady's not slowing down. By the time I realized this, she slammed into the back of this church bus. Mm. Um, and I didn't know it was a church bus at, at first as it was a van. So mm. I slowed down and I'm like, oh, my gosh, my mom, you know, I was like, um, this person uh, had a bad accident and I'm driving past it. While I'm driving past it, I see the lady like slumped over. But I didn't know if she had a child in the back. I didn't know if, if, if anybody else passengers was in the car. But I immediately and I didn't even see what the, the situation with the, with the van. I didn't think that the van that she slammed into had any type of serious injuries or casualties in it because of the nature of the accident. It hit from the rear, but the person that hit, I thought was more at more risk than, than the people that actually was in the van. So I told my mom, I was like, you know what? I got to go. Cause I was thinking and debating, should I drive past or should I not drive fast? And I, again, I didn't even think of anything after that. I just told my mom, Hey, I got to make a decision. I got to go. I looked around, everybody else passed me. I was like, I'm the only one that's going to actually help. So I pulled over, drove up a little bit, pulled over. And I told my son, I said, "Um, I want you to stay in the car because daddy is about to go save lives. Wow. Daddy's got to go save lives. And, you know, just think about that, how you even looked or how that sounded 
to your son. I'm sure that alone, because as you're seeing all this, he's also seeing all this. So I'm sure that statement alone impacted him. Listen, y'all, I know y'all are on the edge of your seats, but we got to end it right here. And what better way to end this episode than with Melvin saying what he said to his son, that daddy has to go save lives in the midst of us coming upon Father's Day tomorrow. I just want to leave you guys with that. Leave you fathers with that. When you look at your child today, think about how powerful that statement is. Now, your children probably already see you as a superhero. I recognize the power of a man's voice, just period. How much weight the man's voice has when they speak to their families. A lot of times us mothers, we can get a little upset because we feel like, oh, we can tell our child to do one thing, but they keep doing it over and over again. And we have to keep repeating ourselves, some of us, right? But let that father speak to their child. He only has to speak to them once and he doesn't have to raise his voice. That right there, I just want y'all to sit in that and realize how powerful your voice is and how powerful it is to your child. I think about how the Bible says, fathers don't provoke your children. Now it's speaking to the fathers, but you know, I believe that all parents need to also adhere to that. But there's a reason why it said fathers, because there is a lot of weight on your voice when it comes to your children. You have power, man of God. You have power that only comes from our father. And I hope that these episodes are opening up your eyes so that you can walk in that power. That's where God wants you. He wants you to walk confidently in that power, the power that he has given you because your power has influence over everybody that is in your sphere of influence, everybody that's in your inner circle. Yes, you may be getting influence in the midst of having those connections and relationships, but don't ever neglect or minimize the power and the treasure that you have in your earthen vessel. God gave it to you for a reason. Don't keep it cooked up. Use your voice, man of God. The world is waiting on you. The world is waiting to hear from you. Your wife is waiting to hear from you. Your son is waiting to hear from you. Listen, I'm just so full right now. And Melvin, we're going to bring you back next week. So listen, y'all, y'all come back and listen next week as he continues this story. And I promise you, it's going to take this power thing to the next level. It's going to impact you. And I just speak that now in the name of Jesus, that as you listen to these episodes, that you will be impacted, that you will be awakened, that you will be strengthened. So, Father, we thank you. Father, we honor you. We lift you up. We magnify you for there's no God like Jehovah in all the heavens of the earth. So, Father, with uplifted voices, God, we bless your holy name. We lift up and magnify your holy name for you are Jehovah Jireh. You are our provider. You are the one that sees God and you are able to give us exactly what we need. So, Father, we worship you. We honor you, God, right in this moment. Father, we pray right now for everyone that is listening under the sound of my voice. I pray for 
the men of God. I pray that you would strengthen them now, God. I pray that you would eliminate every lie, destroy every lie, every bit of deception that the enemy has fed them, that has spoke to their identity and given them a false identity. And I pray, God, that you would restore the identity that was originally given to them. You've given them dominion. You've given them authority. You've given them leadership. You've given them means to provide. You've given them, God, confidence, Father. So, Father, right now in this moment, rain down your presence right now. Rain down your glory and restore the man in Jesus' name, Father. No longer will they shrink back from who they are, who you have created them to be. But, Father, I thank you that their identity is clear. I thank you that their eyes are opening now. I thank you now, Father, that you have given them a yearning and a passion to run after you all the more. Father, for the more that they find out about you, the more that they find out about themselves, the more that they get direction and guidance from you. So Father, in this moment, we cry out for the man that he will come into his rightful place. And when he comes into his rightful place, we thank you that the power that is instilled on the inside of him will overflow into everybody that is in his sphere of influence, his inner circle, his family. We thank you now, God, that when the man is in his rightful place, that you are restoring families, that you are causing reconciliation to happen in marriages, that wives and husbands, that they will come together once again. And whatever the man said that was impossible, Father, you are the God of impossibilities. You are able to do anything. So I thank you, God, for restoring the love in marriages. And I thank you even now, God, for how you are restoring relationships between the father and his children. Father, I thank you, God, that children will honor their father, honor their parents, father, in the name of Jesus, and may respect be in the household once again, father, in the name of Jesus, cause the man to arise, God. May they have a clear vision of what you have called them to do and who you have called them to be. In the name of Jesus, break any cycles, God, that is in the bloodlines that has been passed down to their sons, Father. I pray that it will be broken in the name of Jesus. In this moment of awakening, I thank you, God, that cycles are being broken, identities are being restored, power is being revealed in the name of Jesus. And we thank you and we bless you and we honor you in this moment, God, in Jesus' name. Father, thank you now for your presence, which is falling afresh upon them, Father. Hallelujah. Bringing healing into the households of men in the name of Jesus. And I even pray that you are bringing healing to the body of the man in Jesus name. Hallelujah. That you are restoring their health in Jesus name. Organs are being revitalized. I pray God that you would drive out any disease that was meant to take the man out father in the name of Jesus. And we thank you for healing the body of the man father in Jesus name. Father have your way in the lives of these men, in the lives of these families that are listening now. May they feel your presence even now. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, we thank you for joining us, everybody that has listened today. Thank you so much for joining and listening in. It is my prayer that you were inspired and that you received that prayer that was just given. And I pray that you will come back next week because we're going even deeper, as we like to say, right? <laughs> But, you know, because we serve such a faithful and a loving and a caring God, I have confidence that you received everything that was given to you on this episode. And because of that, I have no doubt 
that you will surely have a solid Saturday and have a very happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. Enjoy your weekend. See you next time.